Go ahead and take your seat if you can, if you want to. If you don't, you can stay standing and stay worshiping. I'm okay with that too. Man, I'm telling y'all, I ain't gonna be before you long. I'ma just get out what he put in me and I'ma have a seat because I just want him to keep doing what he do. Yeah. You know, I just these last few months, like this coming January, I'll be 50. So this year, God has just been having me reflect on the first 50 years of my life. And all the things that he has brought me through. I'm like, God, you've been so good. There's so many things that I have forgot about. In my 20s, I had a cancer scare. But God healed me. You looking at somebody who was living any kind of way and just how God took my life and transformed it. And I'm just like, God, everything you brought me through was for such a time as this. It's so funny because now when, when people call or they want that, you know, you know, they have questions and they want to ask me or, or just need encouragement. And I start telling them some of the stuff that God then brought me through. Oh, my God, I can't believe that you did. God, you even took away all the residue of that mess that I used to do. This worship leader that you see up there. Today, this, she wasn't always that. But God. But God. Some of you all don't know, just in January of this year, I'm just taking a moment to testify because I need you all to understand. I need you all to start thinking back to all the things that God has brought you through because some of you, most of all of us shouldn't even be sitting here right now. Clothed and in our right mind. If it were not for his grace. If it were not for his grace. So I'm just taking a moment to testify. My testimony is just, I pray that it's stirring up something on the inside of you so you can start reflecting and just start singing, God, all my life, you have been faithful. Just in January of this year, my family's home caught on fire. We lost everything. But God, we living in a four bedroom, brand new home that nobody else had ever lived in but us. Y'all can't tell me God ain't good. How you go from losing everything? I remember that Sunday being up on that stage. That was the only outfit I had. My clothes still smelled like smoke. But I was on that stage giving them glory. Because all my life, You've been faithful. 
even in the tough things. Because some of y'all may be in some situations right now that you don't see. God, I don't see how I'm going to get out of this. My, your body may be wrecking with pain. God, I don't see. But let me tell you something. Even in the midst of the pain, when we shift our focus, God, I thank you because some people can't even feel it. The fact that I can feel pain ah, lets me know that I'm alive and well. The fact that I can feel pain. <laughs> God, I, I, I'm grateful because I know if I can feel it, you can heal it. If I can feel it, you can heal it. He could turn that thing around so quick that it will blow your mind. And some of you, yeah, you've been in it for a long time. But I dare you to wait on the Lord. Just wait on the Lord. Because he will renew your strength. I don't know, I just feel like singing and worshiping today. So wait, I say. Just wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, cause he will renew your strength. So wait, I say, just wait on him. Every day you get up is a day you're closer and closer and closer and closer to your breakthrough than you was yesterday. So just wait on them. Wait on them. Because I tell you one thing, it's worth the wait. <laughs> it's sure enough worth the wait. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Listen, I just want to encourage you all today and just let you know how important you are to God. I, I'm just like, God, why every time I get up, I understand now this grace that's on my life. So every time you hear me speak, see, we have to understand. I'm, I'm, Y'all, I'm just tapping into life at 50. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm about to be fit. I get it now. Listen, y'all little youngest, look, I can say that now. Y'all little youngest. When y'all when y'all get ready to tap, well, some of y'all above 50, so y'all know what I'm talking about. But look, when y'all, when you tap into 50, listen, y'all stop being mad at getting older. That's a blessing. Stop being afraid to share your age. That's a blessing. I, I said, God, every time I get up, I'm always talking about purpose and Always talking about not being afraid to be who God has called you to be. Always. So every time I get up here, that's the grace that's on me. You're going to hear about don't allow the enemy to keep you bound up because God is greater. I told y'all the last time outside of this stage and what he called me to do right here, I am very introverted. I'm quiet. I don't have to talk to nobody, but before I step on any platform, my prayer is, 
God, I don't care about me. What is it that they need? Because yes. then that shifts the focus from me yes. to him. Because yes. he's the master. Yes. All I'm doing is tapping into what he's called me to do. And then once I'm done, I step, okay, Jesus, let, <laughs> let me go on back to the car and be quiet somewhere. But listen, I came to encourage you today. I'm going to show you by scripture that before God put you in your mother's womb, he had a purpose for your life. It's not about your, oh, my parents got together and they just had me. No, 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 no. Before he even put that seed in him to produce it through her. Okay. Chandler, I'm going to make him love sports. I'm going to give him this nose. I'm going to put. Okay, okay, now. Boom, I'm going to put him inside him. So when they come together, this is who they're going to produce. Before he put you in there, he knew who you was. So let's go to Psalm 139. I, I, I told you I ain't going to be before you long. I just came to encourage you. That's it through the word. Amen. Come on here. Psalm 139, verse 13 through 16. I'm about to prove to you all what I just said through the word. I'm not making nothing up that I just said, okay? So write these scriptures down. If you got to print them out, put them in your, on your refrigerator, put them in your car, whatever you need to do to keep you motivated to keep it before your eyes, do what you need to do. And it says, for you did form my inward parts. You did knit me together in my mother's womb. I will confess and praise you for you are fearful and wonderful for the awful wonder of my birth. Wonderful are your works and that my inner self knows it right well. My frame was, my frame was not hidden from you when I was being formed in secret and intricately, curiously wrought as embroidered with various colors in the depths of the earth, a region of darkness and mystery your eyes saw my unformed substance and in your book, all of the days of my life were written before ever they took shape when as yet there was none. All the days of your life were written before he put you in your mother's womb. So you do not belong to you. It's time for us to go back to the manufacturer which is God, the one who created you the way that he made you. Some of us, we just we just living. We just doing stuff. We have not even asked him. We haven't even asked him, God, what is it I'm supposed to be doing right now? 
You just, I'm just trying to get this bag. I'm out here, you doing this and that and the other. No, no, no. Now it's time to be strategic. Well, what he's called you to do and how he wants you to move. Each and every person sitting in here, your body is his temple. And a lot of us, look, we've been doing whatever we want to with this temple. When it belongs to him. We've been feeding it any kind of thing. We've been treating it any kind of way. All we have to do is go back to the manufacturer. God, help me. Teach me how to do what I need to do so this temple can bring you glory in everything. God, you, you created me before you planted me in my mother's womb. You gave me this frame you gave me, so I'm no longer ashamed of it. How dare you allow social media and the world to tell you how you're supposed to look when God perfectly, intricately put you together, put, made you how he made you. And now you're trying to look like everybody else. What? What? God was so strategic in how he made you. You're made the way you made. You're beautiful just like you are. Amen. Don't let culture and don't let the world try to tell you how you're supposed to look when God took the time to make you just like he made you. Yes, Lord. Before he even put you in your mother's womb. Yes, Lord. He made you great. Yes, he did. And don't you forget it. You got it? I was talking to everybody, but yeah. she drew me in. She drew me in. Parents, start instilling that into your children right now based on the word. Not culture, based on the word. The word is the only thing that will stand, y'all. Sit them down. Let them know that Psalms 139 says, before God even put you in me. He had a plan for your life. And it is my prayer that God do through you whatever he wants you to do. Not what you want him to do. Not what you think they should do. But parents, go to God so you can help cultivate and motivate all the right things in your children. Because see, the sad part is, parents, a lot of us, because of our parents, We trying to figure it out and, and, and overcome stuff. Although I have both parents in the home, I just gotta be honest, can I be for real, for real? Yeah. Although I have both parents in the home, it's like once I got to a certain age, it was like my father didn't know how to connect with me. So I went searching for that love from men. In relationships. Which, guess what? Wasn't worth a darn thing. L listen here. I'm just going to tell the truth. 
So men, and I always, I, I, I just, I, every time I'm up here, it's like he put this in me. Men, we need you all. Speak life. Speak life, y'all. Y'all don't know, y'all are so important. You all are so important. Even brothers in Christ, speak life into your sisters and women just because they give you a compliment don't mean they like you like that. He, he said my shoes was cute, that's my book. Lord, is that him? No, that, listen, listen. You'll know when it's him. You'll know when it's him. God will bring them. He coming for those that's believing. He coming. I'm believing too. He coming. But I refuse to settle. I refuse to settle. But men, you all are important. Speak life. We need our brothers. We need our brothers. That's so important to us. I just look at the men in life changes because I'm like, y'all are something else in a good way. I look at Abe, I'm like, he out here producing twins. <laughs> I said, Chandler, can I say it? No, I ain't gonna say it. No, I ain't gonna say it. But Chandler just got married the other day. And, <laughs> and y'all out here producing multiples. <laughs> I said, there's some on these men in life changers. Listen here. <laughs> Y'all got the gift of, of, of multiplication enough and an increase. Men, y'all better receive it. That's just not for children, but that's in every way. I thought about that this morning and I got tickled. I said, <laughs> what kind of anointing on the men in life changers? Good God. Good God. All right, I just, I was just, I said, Vlad and Ness, they engaged now, Lord Jesus. Some in the water. But y'all better receive that life changes, men. I decree and declare we got great men up in here. Great husbands, great fathers, great businessmen, great producers, men who know how to speak life. Men who are worshipers and who don't, don't care about how, what it looked like to be the leader in their homes and to be the one to lift their hands and be the one to decree and declare over their families and to cover their families. That's what we have in Life Changers Church. Y'all ever see that, men? Because I see that. I see, uh, y'all ain't got out track. Okay. I, those were things I had just thought about. Let's go to Ephesians 2 and verse 10. Ephesians 2 and verse 10. Mm -hmm. As I declared, before God put us in our mother's womb, he had a plan for our life. He is the master craftsman. He has a divine purpose for your life. If you don't get nothing else out of today, 
Go back to God and act. if you know you're not fully walking in your purpose and what God has created you to do, go to the master. Go back to the master and ask him. I promise you he will show you. And the thing is, he don't just leave you where you are because he'll call you in one frame because I just thought, God, you just use me in worship, and I'm going to be good. Then when it was time for speaking, I told you I thought it was going to be in the business arena, but the pastor had called and said, uh, I want you to start speaking. What? <laughs> but he, he's take, when, we, when we connect back to the master craftsman, he takes us from glory to glory to glory, to glory, to glory. He doesn't leave us the same. Just because he called you in one place right now, our theme for the anniversary, but there's more. So if you've been successful in one area, but you feel a tug or things start going all array and it's just God. Look, don't look at it as a way to shut down and forget it. I'm just going to give up and quit. If things coming against you and you used to doing things a certain way, that's you, that's you being uncomfortable. It's time to come out of that. God is calling you to greater. There's time for more. Not to give up, but it's time for more. Let me go on and read this scripture because I'm almost done. Okay. And it says, this is Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Did I make this up? What's that song? Welcome to the good life. Hey. Y'all, he got the best life planned for you. But you can't get it outside of him. Amen. You can't get it doing it your own way. You got to go back to the manufacturer, which is Christ, the workmanship, who, the one who put you together, the one who created you, and then breathe the breath of life into you. You know, those who have these foreign cars like, Mercedes and, and, and Porsches, you can't take them to know any dealer to get it fixed. You got to take that Porsche back to the manufacturer, the one who has the proper parts for this, this, this masterpiece. That's you. It's this song that's out now, and this is one of the, the greatest verses of a song I've ever heard. And it says... The number of my scars are the number of my victories. That's why my praise can never be the same as yours. What? 
The number of my scars is the number of my victory. That's why my praise, it can never be the same as yours. Because you don't know what God brought me through. I can't compare the way I praise to the way you praise because you don't know what God has brought me through. So even every scar, Romans 8.28 declares that he'll make all things work together for your good. So all the hell that I went through from bad decisions and then even people treat me any kind of way. God has caused all of that to work together for my good because everything I went through, it wasn't just for me. It was for me to be able to help somebody else make it through. So if you give up and cave in and quit, you can't help the next person make it through. What you going through right now, not even about you. It's so much bigger than you. You know, then when you get 50, then he'll show you about, look. Because I think I'm grown now. I think I'm about to be grown now. I think I'm about to be grown Everything, when you get 50, everything starts making sense. (laughs) And I'm just grateful for that. So listen, go back to God. He made you perfect. He made you whole. Lacking, wanting nothing. Before he put you in your mother's womb, he planted in you every single thing that you would need to live the life that he planted you here. See, you got to to realize, like I said, it's not about your parents that you hear. God sent you here. They were just the vehicle for you to come through. You're sent here for a purpose. It's time to tap into that. Let me encourage you. Listen, there will be no shrinking back. Let's go to Romans 8 and verse 18. Y'all, I just, I, I just I started using, you know, technology. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, help me, Jesus, because I want to make sure that it worked. That's all. That's all. That's all. So I'm, I'm going to encourage you that even when you're going through a storm, that's not the time for you to shrink back. Like even Dr. Creflo last week was talking about, you know, you see the wars and the rumors of wars. The Bible says that all of these things gotta happen. This is not for us to fear and shrink back. This is not for us to be afraid and, 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 oh God, what? no, 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 no. He said these things will happen. But you see that you be not troubled. Because those of us that belong to him, he's obligated to take care of us. Verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time, this present life, are not worth being compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us and in us and for us and conferred on us. 
The suffering that you're going through right now of this present age, it can't even compare to what God is, what he's working behind the scenes doing right now. You don't see him, but he working some things out. This is not the time for you to shrink back because guess why? I'm gonna give you the next verse. For even the whole creation, all nature waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be made known. The whole earth is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. When the world gets darker, the church gets lighter and lighter. This is not the time for us to shrink back because we belong to the master craftsman. And he, if you're here in this earth, in this day and time, you have a divine purpose for being here in this day and time. What you gonna do with it? Just like Esther, I thought back to, back to her as, 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 as just preparing for the, and I'm like, God, you used Esther to deliver all her, oh, her people, like a whole, what? And he told her, if you don't do what I've called you to do, don't think your family gonna be protected. The hell that all y'all going through right now, what if it is you that I've called for such a time as this to be the deliverer for your family, to be the deliverer for your community, to be the deliverer. You, you may be the next president of the United States, I don't know. But we can't shrink back. This is the time for us to be bold and be about it. All right, God, I'm here. You got me here for a purpose. See, now the thug then came out. Y'all saw, saw the shift? Y'all saw the shift? See how that happened? You saw it. As you saw, you saw the shift? Listen. God, if you got me in this job, show me why you got me here. I'll never forget. I, 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 had a, I, I was running my own company for years, but then God... This, this was years ago. He's like, I want you to work at Forever 21. And I'm like, God, why? Like, I've been running my own dance school for years. Like, well, but I know when I hear his voice. So I go <laughs> fill out the application, go through the interview process. He put me right in management. And so when I got there, I didn't realize it. He said, look at the bottom of the bag. I looked at the bottom of every bag. It had John 3.16 on the bottom of the bag. I said. This store I like shopping in got John 3.16 at the bottom of the bag. So I started doing research on the company. And the owners of the company, like, God delivered them, like, from Korea out of, you know, whatever they were going, the bondage they were in, and he brought them to the United States and he freed them. So it was like on the 21st of something. So that's where Forever 21 came from. He was giving God glory. Look what God produced out of somebody that was in bondage in another country. He brought them here and now their store is flourishing and they got John 316 at the bottom of the bed. And then God called me to work there. What? Then when I got there, the manager that was over me, her and her husband were having problems with having children. Oh, God. That's why you got me here. 
We was in the break room. She shared it with me. Come on, let's pray. I don't know if she was a believer or not, but I understood why I was there. The master craftsman who created me, he planted me in there. For that lay hands on her, pray for her. She got three kids right now. And after I prayed for her, I don't, I, I don't think I was there for another month after that. I was there for that reason. Do you know how important you are, Jesus Christ? I need to understand who made you. No more settling, no more shrinking back. You have a divine purpose. You are so important in the earth. You're so important. Every individual, there's not one person that's more important than the other. How dare you try to put yourself on a pedestal? There's not one person more important than the other. It's just a decision you're making for you to think of yourself in this low level. No, I'm created by the master craftsman. And I have a divine purpose and I ain't going to shrink back no more. God, if you if you call me to this job, if you call me to this business, if you call me to this community, if you call me to this church, whatever you planted me to hit, do God, just do it through me. Use me. Because the master craftsman created you for a purpose. Last thing I'm going to say, and then we're going to get on up out of here. Last thing I'm going to say, we're going to get on up out of here. <laughs> he said, Abe, don't act like that. <laughs> he know he my brother. Hey. <laughs> Listen, I don't care what mistakes you've made. I don't care how many times you've fallen. Because some of us have been standing our mistakes like, God, I keep messing up. That's okay. He can handle it. He can handle it. Go to 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Yeah, he can handle it. He can handle it. He can handle it. I don't care what you've done. That's nothing too hard for God. He can handle it. He can handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can. This same girl that was living any kind of way, thinking that giving my body was the way to get the attention and the love that I needed from my father that I didn't get, and I wasn't getting it through them, I was going from man to man to man. I I was not getting what I needed from them. And I remember sitting in the floor in my bedroom one day. And I wanted to die. And I said, God, if you're real, I need you to change my life because I'm tired of living this way. I need you to help me and I need to know that you're real. And in that moment, y'all, the presence of the Lord came in that room. And he transformed my life. That's why I trust him the way that I trust him, because he's all I have. 
He's the man that came in and made me whole. So if your father wasn't there, this go for men and women, if your father wasn't there, the master craftsman, the mighty God, the great I am, he is our father. He is our father and he will give you every single thing that you need and make you whole. Amen. I promise. When he came, when his presence came in the room that day and transformed my life, that's why I just, I trust him like I trust him. So when you see me worship, y'all ain't nothing fake about it because in that moment when I wanted to give up and I wanted to die, He was the one that came in and changed me. So I don't care what nobody had to say about me. You can like me or not. Because one thing I know about him, he loved me and he got me. And he loved you and he got you. God will meet you right on your level. Chandler and I was just talking. And he talks about how God always give him sports analogies because he gonna meet you where you are. For me, the one that sat in that room that he came in and changed my life, he used what I could understand. Oh, dance. He gave me this gift to dance. I dance for the world. But now I want you to use that tool to draw young women in and when they come in, you teach them about purity. You teach them about me. Show them that they don't have to go the route that you went to get to where I brought you to. What God is bringing you out of and delivering you from is so much bigger than just you. And the dance company he gave me because he changed my life was 2 Corinthians 5, 17, put it up. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature, all together. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and the new has come. So no matter what mistakes you've made, when you're in Christ, just, just come back to him. The master craftsman. The one you're his, the Bible says you're his handiwork. When you go back to him, he, ha he keeps you in the palm of his hands and he keeps making you and molding you into everything that he needs you to be. He's the master craftsman. Come back to him. I don't care what mistakes you've made, he can handle it. And he'll give you a brand new life. That old person you used to be, when you repent, that old person has passed away. Behold, he makes you a new creature altogether, and he'll do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. He has a plan for your life. And it's so important. Every day you wake up, don't take it lightly. Every day you wake up, Ask him what you want me to do today. It's just that important. Amen. 
while you go to Walmart. You don't know who he's calling you there to help. Somebody might be getting ready to commit suicide, but just you showing up to Walmart because you thought you had to go pick up some. We are, Walmart always getting everybody money. Man, you going there for one thing and come out with too much, but stay focused. Look, he may send you there for something. And you walking down the aisle and you, you'll know when he tug at you. <laughs> And it could just be, good morning, have a great day. You don't know what they may do for somebody's life. Just to touch, that, just to acknowledge them. Somebody may not have said nothing to them. They had nobody to encourage them. They had nobody to even speak to them. People overlook them all the time. And that's why even, the, listen, everybody is important. I love it when the custodians are there and they, if they clean in or whatever, I just go to them and say, thank you so much. I appreciate you for keeping this store clean because I don't like going into no nasty store. We got we to realize how important this life God gave us is. Every single day he wakes you up. It's a reason. Tap into the master craftsman. God, you created me. You made me. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? How you want me to move? It's even to the point now, I'd be like, God, which way you want me to go? Let him, he's the master craftsman. Let him orchestrate your life. You are his handiwork. All right. Amen. Just stay with him and allow him to do what he created you to do. Right. He's not figuring it out. He did it before he put you in your mother's womb. Y'all right. right. got that? Yeah. 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 God bless you. Amen. Thank you.